beach. The sun's in the heat in the streets. They go to the west and the east. I got what you need. The ghost of this body will change. You rockin' with beach. The sun's in the heat in the streets. They go to the west and the east. I got what you need. The ghost of this body will change. You rockin' with beach. The sun's in the heat in the streets. They go to the west and the east. I got what you need. The ghost of this body will change.
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Vitamin G Gaming Podcast. Your host, FC Violent. What is going on, you two? This your boy, FC Violent. We're back again with the crew. This is Vitamin G Gaming Podcast, episode 44. Get your weekly dose of that vitamin G. So before we get started, I got to introduce my esteemed panel. Let's go Let's go to my guy, uh, the only white guy in the group, Dante Christ. What's going on, bro? What you been playing? Yeah, by the way, just just so everybody here watching, you got to, you got to, you got to uh, excuse FC. He pulling out the deep black man voice today. Bro, <laughs> You got the very white right now. Oh, is it bad? Hold on. Oh, it's very white. Fuck. My man, you very no, white. Oh, I'm hoping that <laughs> fixed it. My there bad. we go. There you go. Right. You were pulling out the very white. My bad. See that see that that introduction though. See, I got you. <laughs> yeah, Man. you got me. You give me the very white introduction. I love it. <laughs> uh, uh, uh not much man just uh just been jumping on uh just ju- just been jumping on a lot of things getting swamped with a lot of things i finished um I, I basically finished all that i felt like i could and should complete in arkham city yesterday um the only things i, I left out was the hush missions because they, they just weren't showing up for some reason and the riddler uh stuff because you know going for all of those trophies when you're trying to record something is Unless you've got infinite fucking time, it's really goddamn difficult. Aside from that, um, I'm going to be starting Chrono Trigger this week, which I'm looking forward to. And a surprise introduction, thanks to uh, a few of my karma kid, I'm actually going to be starting on Friday Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Ah, nice. I'm hearing I'm hearing mixed things about that game. I hear, I'm, I'm hearing people like it, though, so we'll see. That's what's up, man. Fact, fact, we'll, we'll be fine with it. Right, that's what's up, man. And another guy from, from Europe... From the Netherlands, my guy Omar, what's going on, bro? What you been playing? Yeah, I finished two indie games. I am busy with the third. When I'm done, I will start playing Concrete Genie. Okay. Yeah, yeah I think you're going to like that, man. All right. And uh, my guy from the Midwest, or I guess the West Coast, technically. Uh, Nubs, man, what's going on with you, bro? What you been playing? Um, Kakarot, bro. That's about it. That's it? All right, well, well. I think next week we'll do we'll get into the game recommendations and, and topics. I want to know more about what everybody's playing. And uh, last but oh shit, Reggie, what's going on, bro? What you been playing, my dude? Uh, what's going on, people? Uh, pretty much nothing. Oh, what? oh, Uncharted. Since I never played Uncharted before, really? um, Damn. yeah, never. Uh, Kofi has been pushing me to play Uncharted since it ever came out, and I was like, I'll get around to it. Um, so I just started Uncharted Drake's Fortune last night. Um, I beat Spider-Man, beat Pokemon, so that's my next game up on the list. That's what's up, man. Shout out to my guy Slow Mo Backslap. He was here last week, man. Happy birthday to you, old man! So mm-hmm. you know, give give him a give him that salute. All right, no problem. All right, let's get into. Oh shit! Last person he got, comes in here like a ni- damn ninja. What's going on, Fred? What you been playing? Uh. I've been uh I just finished the uh Saiyan saga on uh DBZ Kakarot. Hey, you two? Say that's two people on the Kakarot. Okay, okay. Next week, man, I want y'all opinions on it. I might might get it, but we'll see. We'll see. Alright, let's uh before we get to the uh, because I'm gonna sign it Friday. Oh, there you go, three. Before we get to these gaming news, man, I'm gonna go introduce 
our chat, man. We love y'all for real. Lakers, Rams, what's going on, bro? Antonio Alicia, Yajiro Hanma, Night Music, my guy Nate Clinton, what's up, Unc? Swerve, The Colonious Games, Antonio Alicia, uh, Slow Mo Backslap, again, happy birthday, bro. Z Black Rider, Restored Hades, what's going on? And uh, Devin got the box. What's going on, bro? And Darkling, I see you, bro. The the casual pony in the in the, in the chat. So before we get started, please karate chop that like button, share this out, and retweet it, man. We try to get more people. So all right, let's get let's get into it. Gaming news. I'm gonna go straight into it. Reggie, man. What's going on in Nintendo world? Uh, nothing big. Um, we've got the uh, what just happened? Um, wow, I lost uh, it completely. The direct? Oh, uh, <laughs> smash! Because yeah, cool. I was thinking about Dante smash. <laughs> um, um, the release of the fifth and final uh, DLC character for Smash, um, everybody's favorite, yours and mine, uh, Bayleth from Fi uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses, which of course Smash community is completely torn itself apart over. Can I? Um, the salt was just so beautiful. I I literally spent the the most of my day on Twitter during the announcement, just enjoying the sea. The, the fucking sea amount of salt that was coming in, it was beautiful. And I even turned around and said on my Twitter, before it fucking happened, people are going to use the another Fire Emblem rep argument the moment that it happens. And I even, I called it, and as soon as it started sent, trending on Twitter, I fucking tweeted that out, saying I called it. Because I fucked, someone picked up that phone, because I did call it. It was beautiful. I, I had a blast with it, and... I guess I'm halfway, like, on the one hand, I get it, but as a person who's never played a lot of Fire Emblems, like, Bayleth is kind of my Fire Emblem character, so I'm glad to see them in the uh, game. I was going to say, uh, what's, your, what's, what's your take on it? So you actually for the, the uh, Bayleth uh, being added? Absolutely. The only reason why is because the last three characters they gave us were Joker, Terry Bogard, and... Uh, um, not including Banjo-Kazooie, but he was already kind of a shoe-in to come. Um, the fact that they gave me Terry Bogard, cool with me. Like, uh, that's something that I don't think anybody could have predicted, was thinking about, like, because people like tend to act like they hate on SNK. I don't understand why. Mm -hmm. Fantastic fighting game. And Terry Bogard happens to be my favorite character of the SNK series. Can, can we just take a moment to, to appreciate the ridiculousness? People thought we were going to get Dante. Out of all of the ones people said we were going to get, that was more slightly the real, the most realistic one, but you, we were not going to get him. We're not going to... I'm highly doubtful we will ever get Dante in Smash. I don't think it's ever going to happen. Then we had Master Chief. That is never going to fucking happen. We're never going to get Master Chief in Smash. And we're never... Like, I am, I'm willing to bet my credibility on this. We will never ever fucking get doom slayer in smash it will never fucking happen no the abs I so, agree. absolutely not there's no way well again the collaboration between nintendo and xbox kind of ended with banjo kazooie yeah like, but that, that's that's actually dope yeah but the thing is yeah banjo kazooie what banjo kazooie is more of a shoo-in because they originated on nintendo so at least a deal could be made there but it's like what, what, how the fuck do you get Master Chief in there? Like that—that that makes no sense. I—I am I, absolutely sh sure Colombia is now empty of all cocaine because clearly the people who fought Master Chief or Doom Slayer were going to be in Smash were snorting it all. 
Yeah, there's there's absolutely no reason to put Chief in Smash because Chief already has his big thing coming up. Like you know, he doesn't need Smash, and he's never um, been on a Nintendo console. I thought that never ever. <laughs> um, so I personally, I was a, I if I could change it, I'd drop Bailiff for Cuphead. I would love for them to actually put Cuphead in the game, especially because after seeing the me costume. Um, but I'm fine with Bailiff. We got six more characters to come. Um, so they really can be up in anyone. I'm still holding out hope for Gino from Super Smash Bros. RPG. Um, probably not, but we still can get Isaac from Golden Sun. Probably not. Um, there's still a lot of characters and a lot of surprises that we can get from Smash that we don't know about. And that they'll probably there probably won't be another fire emblem for some time, so you won't have to worry about that character anymore. Um, so who knows? We'll see. But it's been delightful to watch the Smash community tear itself apart. Oh yeah, like God, you've seen them tear apart is the reason is like one of the reasons why I was like, you know, I just I don't find any joy in Smash anymore. Like I I haven't played Smash in fucking ages because of the community. It's like yeah, you you have got to be one of the most. And it, it's not all I should preference this, but I can't believe I have to. But you've got to be one of the most fucking infuriating hard to deal with communities in gaming at least from my opinion like that that's how i see it all right that's what's up man um, you have the nintendo news not really um there's a rumored leak about uh perhaps metroid and um a paper mario coming in 2020 to the switch uh but that's just rumor so who knows where what how far that's going to go um, and for the most part, that's it. What's up, man? That's what's up. All right, my guy, Nubs, man. Any Xbox news? Um, I mean, as far as news, not really. I mean, there's deals on Game Pass. They just, uh, True Achievement, the website just dropped. You can uh, look at your stats for, like, the past 10 years on Xbox, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, okay. It's nice to be able to, like, look, look at your body of work across that, uh, you know, 10-year gap there. Yeah, um, I haven't even looked at mine yet. Yeah, I, I was, I was like, oh, that's kind of lit. Um, but yeah, I mean, outside of that, it's still not much. Okay, all right, nice, nice and short, man. Omar, because my guy, uh, Creative Kofi's not here. He's throwing daddy duty. He'll be here next week. Any Sony news, my dude? Yeah, PS Five rumors. That's always. Other than that. Uh, the whole uh, Horizon Zero Dawn uh, PC rumor, which has not even been confirmed by Sony on that test. Yeah, that's why we're gonna wait. All right, mm-hmm. all right, fair enough. All right, and then last but not least, my guy, uh, unless unless Pharaoh has anything, any any other news to add up, and then Dante go after him, please. No, no, I think everything else will be covered in the topics. All right, fair enough. Dante, PC world and other gaming topics. Alright, as far as PC gaming news goes, uh, the beta, uh, the beta testing for Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary will be starting in February on PC, so mm-hmm. keep your eyes open for that, which means that if it's starting in February, we could be looking at a possible March release date for Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary. Okay, okay. Uh, which is a, a bit longer than I would have liked, but hopefully this start because I I personally I prefer to have all of Halo 
uh, Master Chief Collection out before the end of the year, but that that's me. Um, uh, two pieces of interesting news. Um, a the uh, in my country we have obviously the NHS. A mental health doc, uh, director of the NHS has pretty much come out and said that loot boxes are pushing children to gambling. Mm. Uh, that this is a serious concern that both the government and uh, game publishers should be fully aware of. That there is there is high risk that this is uh, a thing, and that this should definitely be taken as a serious thing. And it should. Finally. Yeah. Because now we're getting... Like I said, unfortunately, I don't think that's going to apply too much over here, but hopefully in Europe, you guys, I guess, will start the trend and maybe America will... Well, a few European countries have already banned loot boxes. Like, CSGO, I think it's in Belgium. Like, you loot boxes are... Netherlands, Belgium... Yeah. Uh, do you um, think uh, we can see a ban from the UK too now? Possibly. Like, we're, it's seeming more likely, especially if an, enough evidence comes out. Because, I mean, our country is always looking to ban things in the name <laughs> of, uh, in the name of uh, purity, we will turn around and say. Uh, but if something like this definitely comes up, then... And if more reputable people and evidence comes out that it is attributing to younger age gambling, then totally, they, they probably we probably are looking towards a ban, especially with a majority, because it'll be easier now because um, we have a majority parliament, so things get passed through easier. Mm. Um, the other thing, and this is actually relating to the UK as well, uh, a UK tax watchdog has said that. Um, 37% of all tax relief claims have been made by Rockstar Ooh. in my country. Yeah. So essentially, like, I, I believe it works the same way it works in certain countries, in certain places. Like, I think, I think Texas has it, where there are certain tax exempts because, uh, because they're developing games and stuff like that. And I think also because they're creating jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, apparently 37% of all tax relief claims were made by Rockstar in the year, in 2018 and 2019. Which is fucking astronomical. That's a lot. Um, though, though um, Rockstar's statement, and I quote, uh, the issue they said was, the criticism originated... Oh, hold on, where is it? Is it? Well, yes, their response is that their studio that it's absolutely fine and it's unfair advantage because they've created over 1,000 highly skilled on long-term jobs throughout the UK. Hmm. So they're basically using we created jobs so we deserve this tax exempt. Yeah, so you think they're going to get a pass on this, huh? Or you think they're going to get cracked down? I can't tell you. Because 37% is a lot. It is. It is. Like that's a lot of unclaimed money, specifically, specifically yeah. when you take in the idea of loot boxes. Because obviously, not not even necessarily loot boxes, but microtransactions, especially with shark cards and GTA Online, that's a fuck ton of money. We're talking. We're possibly talking in the multi hundred million dollars or pounds, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> fucking Grand Theft Auto has been top ten for the last what almost ten years. Probably. Our, I mean, that's crazy. And that's well, because it, of the shark cards. 
So is it kind of like uh, the story with Amazon and the whole uh, Amazon tactics, or is it different? I'm not familiar with this one because someone failed this I one. Have, I have no idea. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can send, send that link and then we'll, we'll look over it. Yeah, but yeah, if if this is if if this is to be believed, and and I think it, it I think it all depends on the amount of money that this tax watchdog can claim that they have been let go on of taxes. Basically, if it, if it does reach into the multi hundred million pounds, I I think the government might actually take a step and say you th th this is a bit too much. Like you, you are taking advantage. Okay. All right, man. Any other news before we get into the topics? Uh, well, I mean, apart from uh, the breaking news that happened today, uh, no. All right, fair enough. We're going to cover that. We're going to cover we'll, that in we'll, topic. We'll, we'll definitely cover that. Let's go real quick, man. Shout out to the chat again, man. Chris Fajate for coming in. Play Chris1637, another Brett. I appreciate you uh, checking out the show. Uh, the Indie Gamer, my guy. Nubs is in the chat. Saltiest Game, what's going on, bro? Neverland. What's going on? Please karate chop that like button and share this out, man. Everybody get into these gaming topics. And Salty, this one uh, I think you uh, can definitely you know resonate on. All right, so this topic is actually my topic. Games we love to hate. So I'm going to immediately take an L right now. And uh, I, I'll i take an L on Death Stranding. I'm not even going to lie. I've been playing the shit out that game. I, I don't know. I'm probably at 50 hours. Like it, It's crazy. Um, so real quick, just to do a little short thing. I know, I know, Omar's over there doing the double L fingers. It's it's all good. It's all good. I'm joking, but no, I'm, it's actually a W for you because you're right. enjoying the game. No, nah, it's good, but I, I'll, I'll just, just go over real quick. Like like you said, games you love to hate. Before I was like, man, first of all, I don't like Kojima. I'm not really his biggest fan. I thought the game was, it's like, man, this is another run of the mill trash game to me personally. But my my always like what I always say is I'll always try the game always because you never know you just you just never know. So I played the game and I actually ended up liking it. It's it's hard to it's hard to describe why because I don't like doing a lot of side quests and I don't like open world. Both of those are in this game and for some reason I kind of like it and I, and I think the reason why is because even though it's open world, it's a little bit more linear than most open world games because of the way the way the traversal is and. My thing, and I got the Bob the Builder hat and trying to build all these roads and making sure I connect everybody. So I got like mad likes because I legit will build a road by itself from zero because it's like, well, it make not only will it make it easier for me, but it make it easier for everybody else. So the community oh, aspect, the community aspect of the game is actually, I think, what drives me to 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 play it because it's it's, it's dope because you'll see somebody, um, if I if I see a gap and I'm like, damn man, how am I gonna cross that? And I see someone already built a bridge dope and then i'll go to the other side of that bridge and i'm like all right this part here is kind of tricky let me let me build a zip line for people just in case and then i and they'll see on the, on the screen and say someone use your zip line that that's that's dope to me man so it's just those type of games it's just little the small nuances will keep you from playing it it's not for everyone if you're looking for action it's not for you there's very little action but if you want something different more more zen like more more connection, like you being part of a, a community of, of other gamers in the game. If you play online, then try this game out, man. You never know. So that's for me. I'll take the L. Games you love to hate. That was Death Stranding. Death what Stranding do you like about the game? Better than I thought. I just, I just explained it. No, no, no. But in the sense of, uh, okay, no. What do you hate? Wrong answer. Wrong question. I hate about the game? Yeah, what oh. do you hate about? What do you dislike about the game? What, what do you I, think I, it can improve on? Improve on? Okay. What I dislike I think, about the game, 
Oh, just for me personally, just from playing it, the boss battles are very easy. Like they're not even really boss battles. I just you just sprint and run around, throw bombs on it, sprint the other side, throw bombs on it. It's very simple. That part is simple, but there are some hard parts. Like when you get trapped and you're low on stamina and things like that, and then you're like, oh shit. Like especially when you're like in a um, a BT zone, that part's harder than the actual boss fight itself. So that they could improve on. And um, I mean, I'm still I'm still like halfway through the game, so that's that's one of the major things uh, that I dislike the boss boss battles, and they could definitely do more more a little bit more action. But overall, I like the game, and it's it's like a eight I would say an eighty five honestly for me right now. Mm-hmm. So that's, See, that's you, it. You, I'll take the L. I'll take the L. Y'all could throw arrows and shoot arrows but, at me. Yeah, but clearly, you don't hate the game. Then, if you're enjoying it, if these are yeah. games we'd love to hate, then then to me, then like the clear answer, then th- that's no. something you 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 hated Dante. but then loved. Exactly. That's what I mean. Like this is the game that we loved. Meaning, oh, like I was right. hating hard on Death Stranding. Every podcast I was on, I'm like, Death Stranding is trash. Right, like, it is a trash game. With the way it's worded, when you <laughs> yeah. say games you love to hate, I thought we were going down the route of like right to hell retribution. I love to hate that game because it is fucking trash. I didn't think we was. <laughs> no, do- no, I didn't no. think we was going on the flip flop side of things. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, so I couldn't put the whole thing. Maybe I could have worded it differently, but that that's what it is. Yeah. That's, that's why I started first. So you know, games that you originally disliked or hated on hard, and then when you actually played it, or for whatever reason you ended up trying it, and then and now you actually like the game. So. For those who are interested, try it out, man. You never know. All right. So who else, man? I'm go. I'm, let me go. Let me go to Omar. I know this guy. There's got to be a game that you was like, man. This game is trash. I'm not gonna play it. And then you was bored and you tried it, and then and then you ended up liking. it. What type of game was that for you? Believe and it or not, I'm not for a, the chat as well. Good. Believe it or not, I'm not the biggest shooters out there. So when I first heard of Borderlands, I had no interest whatsoever to play it. But because Borderlands have the RPG mechanics and also the skills, I tried it and I ended up loving it. And since then, I started playing more and more shooters. So yeah, Borderlands, you can say. Okay. Well, why'd you why'd you hate it? Hate uh hate it? First, okay, like someone. Like... My vis- my problem with Perpetual shooters. It's like, how can I say it? I mostly hate Call of Duty or Battlefield. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't enjoy those type of games mm-hmm. for me, personally. Okay. But that's why Borderlands is so unique. And so I enjoy games such as Borderlands. Okay, that's what's up, man. Well, now, now you have a shooter or looter that you definitely are interested in. Yeah. Maybe a genre you wasn't even interested in before. And now that you are interested, I so I assume you're interested in playing Godfall. So definitely, that's what's up, man. Let me let me. Yeah, Godfall, I'm totally hard for. Exactly, because I Reg, man. What what type of game would that be for you, man? I know you hate a lot of games. Uh, yeah, I was all ready to like hate on Gears of War, but because that is a different topic, I'll hold that. Um, just Gears of War is trash, though. Just let everybody know. Um, see this guy. Actually, it's probably Halo. Didn't stand Halo initially, particularly the very first one. Uh, when people wanted to play, I never wanted to play it. I thought that the game was dumb. Mm. I wasn't interested in any of the people. Uh, the aliens looked stupid. The the fact that the pistol was the only gun that you needed, I thought was dumb at the time. Um, 
and then I started playing multiplayer and getting into LAN parties. Uh, and then when we when I got to college, it was playing college like every day. Um, and so what made Halo fun for me was that multiplayer community aspect. It was playing with a bunch of people like that made it fun. And so since then, Halo 2, I'm with it. Halo 3, I'm with it. Halo Reach, I've been there. Um, they're good games. I even went back and played through the story. Mm-hmm. And the story that they're telling is interesting and fun. And the characters that they have are cool. Um, but initially, couldn't stand the game. I hated every aspect of it. Um, on top of, like, it was one of the, the Xbox's flagship games. And I was not sold on the Xbox when it initially came out. That's a, you're getting slaughtered in the chat, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's trash. It's trash. Huh? <laughs> it's like no gear slander. Halo is dumb. What's wrong with this guy? No, look, oh, gear, Reggie. Oh, Reggie gear, is a known hater, and he's a Nintendo. So please, please, uh, don't mind him. But all right, that's what's up. But at least, I mean, I guess you said you love to hate. You end up liking Halo. I mean, now it seems like you still don't play Halo. But uh, okay, that's what's up, man. Let me... Respect it, but Halo hasn't been good since Halo Reach. I said it. Okay. <laughs> all right, man. All right, all right, man. That's it. We we will this. see what Halo, the next one can do. We will see what Infinite can do. If it's fire, I expect you to be on Xbox again, sir. I'm gonna send you that uh, Xbox Live gamer tag. So, all right, let's, let's go. Let's go. On PC. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. Right, let's go to Dante, man. What what type of game was that for you? Something that you probably would never play, and then ended up playing. I was like, you know what? I fucking love this game. Not gonna lie, I ain't got one. I, I really don't have one because I don't, I don't, re- I don't judge games before I play them. Um, I, I'll, I'll have reservations, but I don't hate a game without playing it. And so, I, I don't really have one that I that I liked or that I hated, and then when I played it, I liked. It was, any... was never something that you saw in a trailer because no. we'll, we'll, we'll watch some trailers and like that game looks like trash. Anthem. Uh, what's another game to look? Uh, Avengers don't look good to me. Things like that. You never saw. I was like, no, I don't know. I don't think I like this type of game. And then no, or maybe no, genre. No, okay, no not really. Like, in fact, it's usually it's you the the, the the it's like the reverse curse for me. Like the fucking industry plays a reverse Uno card on me because I'm like, this game looks real fucking good. Then when I get it, it's trash. Now, if I'm gonna give an example uh, yeah. of that, if I give yeah, an example let's, of let's, that, let's, let's, let's flip it for you. Yeah, it, it's fucking Wolfenstein Youngbloods. Uh, like that yeah. game, that game was all the fucking trash. Which game? Which game? Wolfenstein Youngbloods. Young oh, like, that was fucking awful. I let's just say this. I let's. I bought that game because I lo- I I do defend Wolfenstein too, and fucking Wolfenstein, uh, the New Order, and Old Blood. Fucking masterpieces. Fucking fight me IRL if you think otherwise. Um, <laughs> but I, I acknowledge that at least Wolfenstein Two had problems, but I felt overall I I was satisfied with it. I felt no satisfaction playing Young Bloods, and I was playing it fucking co-op with somebody. Wow! And apparently, if I played it solo, I would have fucking torn my own lo- lovely long locks out. That was it, right? It made that game? No, no it wasn't. It was Machine Games. Oh wow! Okay. It was. It wasn't it. I, I'm. I'm. I'm hoping that I don't get another reverse Zuno card with Doom Eternal because uh, that fucking game looks fire. It does look good. So hopefully the Bethesda curse stays the fuck away. I'll I'll buy a fucking crucifix and hold it up to Bethesda to hope that it doesn't happen. But I don't look at a game intending. I don't look at a game in a trailer like thinking, like 
I'm going to hate it, or that I want to hate it. I hope for the best. I'm a I'm a I'm a pragmatist on that. Um, like sometimes I'll be concerned, but then I'll be like, you know what? Maybe the trailers lie. Like the the games industry yeah, lies to us. So like I'm willing to at least like give it a shot. That's why I'm. That's why, like I said, with Youngbloods, it ends up being the reverse Uno card with me because I ended up fucking hating the game. That's funny because I'm, I'm also I'm gonna relay that topic for you guys because that's actually a good one too because there's a lot of games like that as well. Uh, let me go to Pharaoh. Man, any games that you that you end up uh, that you hated so much and end up liking, uh, or, the, or the reverse? And uh, the reverse. Um, the most recent one I can think of is is Jump Force. <laughs> I was very excited for that game, and it was just trash. It wasn't anything that was advertised. See, the thing is, with Jump Force is similar with me, but the thing is, is I didn't really care about the models because I was like, you know, it's anime. You know what I mean? Like, the thing is, the game does have really nice particle effects. It really does have nice particle effects, and the models sometimes can look good, but other times do look bad, and I saw that in the trailer. I was like, eh. but what? is it a good fighter? Is it a good fighter? Uh, but when I played it, then it all fell apart with me because I'm like, this this game's fighting is just ah, it's not good. It ain't you know, good. you know what's funny about that though anime topic as well. Like when they make the game, like why why I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but the games that are anime based or based off of anime when they make it into video game, it looks does not look the same. Like why why can't they translate? That art style into the game somehow, at least. What because I can I'll... think of like One Piece, uh, One Piece, what's called World Seeker, don't mm. look like. Uh, and you have also One Piece, Burning Blood. Both, it does look, uh, does look like anime. Both anime, okay. both games look like their individual anime. So go ahead, Reggie, my bad. Yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, no, sometimes, sometimes it's hard to do it because you're switching from a 3D model from a 2d model to a 3d model um so there's so just slapping on a cell shaded aspect to it, it does does it is hard especially yeah. considering like uh i'll use uh, an example um oh, fuck's sake i'm trying i'm actually trying to think of a, a good example and the only thing i can think of is um the uh not fist oh, what was it the berserk game that's it mm. like the, the berserk game didn't really look as good as like i'm comparing it to the original run of berserk not the not the newer one because the newer one was trash um animation style wise but it's because you've got two different animators doing it like you've got two different art directors doing it where with one you've got a, a you're obviously doing it 2d but you've got a certain art style going with it and it doesn't look that good and then later on you're doing it in 3d with a completely different art uh, yeah. artist so that's okay. why it's harder to get it down. That's why if you actually look, that's why sometimes um, I'd say the closest we've ever gotten uh, to to that art style is most likely Dragon Ball Fighters. Mm. As far as making that trans transition from a two D animation to a three D fighter, uh, that's as close as I could say we're gonna probably get, unless we get a lot of two D fighters. Uh, you have um, mm. what's called My Academia came close to have that same look. Okay. Alright, so for The word part for gaming, sorry, the word part for anime games, it, they are cursed. They, they don't always come good out. And I will leave it at that. 
All right, so Pharrell, you said uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. Uh, any, I mean, anything else? Is there a particular reason why you didn't like it? Oh, I'm sorry, Jump Force. My bad. It just it didn't play like how I thought it would play. I didn't like the like how they like tried to make like a uh, like an RPG where you made your own character out of it. Like I was like, I was playing the game to play as you know the guys, not you know. So it just it wasn't what I was expecting. Okay. See, with Jump Force, the biggest thing with me is I wasn't expecting it to be like Xenoverse because I was I was big into Xenoverse as well, and I still am. I wasn't expecting it to be be like Xenoverse because they did take a similar like 3D arena style with it. Um, I wasn't hoping it would be one to one, but after playing it, I was I wanted it to be like one to one to how Xenoverse plays because it would have been better if it had. Yeah, man. I mean, it, just... it probably would have even been better if it if it felt like it tried to emulate it, but poorly, like the Ninja Storm games. I think the Naruto Ninja Storm games are pretty good sort of 3D anime games. Probably the best yeah. ones out there, I'd say, yeah, for a, fighters. That's a good that's a good shout, actually. Yeah, that's a good night. Uh... But like out if for a game that featured like Yugi and Cassie Hakusho and a bunch of other folks, like it was really disappointing. That they just completely in. dropped the ball on this. <laughs> Did you play the previous uh, Jump Force game? N- I've never played it. Was Shogun yeah. Jump? Because the previous one was has also kind of the same problems. So that's why. Like... J Stars? Yeah, yeah, J Stars. Yeah, I had that. On, I have that on the Vita still. What's what's up, man? All right, let's let's go let's go to let's go to nubs, man. What what type of games did you end up that you hated end up loving or vice versa, man? Um, Final Fantasy fifteen did not like it on my uh fifteen is trash. Don't tell me you like it now. Don't do I, it. Don't do it. Ejecto C, cuz ejecto. <laughs> By the time I beat it, I ended up like, oh, like, you like uh, go away. No. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> See, at least no, if I finally get to I have someone I can talk to about it then. Yeah, that's got... disgusting. Wow. All right, go ahead. Explain, explain yourself. Ignore this fraud. Ignore this fraud. It's still better than 13. That's all I got to say. Like, I hated it going in. Okay. <laughs> Then with all the, the goodies they released afterwards. By saying it's better than 13, you redeemed yourself. It, it is now not the worst. Did Omar just turn around and say that, fa- that, that 13 is better than fucking 15? Did he no, really? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Okay, no, no, no. Okay, no, the 13 opposite. is the lowest. The 13 the is the lowest. The 13 trilogy is the lowest. The absolute bottom of the barrel, the fucking cesspool, the goddamn swamp, the damn septic tank of the Final Fantasy series. I said, I said by saying that Final Fantasy 15 is better than 13, he redeemed, he redeemed himself. Right, so so nubs, you gotta tell me why? How did you end up liking fifteen? Like what 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 convinces for you? Because I couldn't finish that damn game. Characters. I'm gonna I'm gonna say characters. Is that what it is? is? Absolutely. It was absolutely oh. characters. Fucking called it. <laughs> <laughs> like 
by the time I got halfway through that game, like I had slow played that game so much, like I didn't really finish it until like the DLCs that came out outside of Arden. Mm-hmm. And same mm-hmm. for me, the character the characters were cool. Uh, the the lack of investment after Alticia killed me. Oh, absolutely. I mean, at that part, but. I mean, as far as like you know, doing like you factor in how good the movie is, and yeah, the movie was good. Like, I mean, the movie is dope. That's one of those games that you I wanted to like, but I couldn't. Man, I couldn't get past. I made it to the port and, and, and it ejected the game and threw that shit like a first view. That game was trash, bro. Some of the you side- know, I am legit stuck, not stuck. I am at chapter three or four, and the game opened up so much. I am legit, no joke. Level 40, 40, 40, 45. That's how leveled you become because that game opened up so so massively and you're free to do what you want. Um, I, I, had the, I had the Ultima Blade before I even made it. Me too, that's, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's, too, 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 it's too open, too broken. I, I don't want my Final Fantasy game to be like that. There's a reason why they keep uh, Ultima Blade for the end of the game. Nah, it, it, it wasn't even about the, the ring. The ring of the sea is way more powerful than the Ultima Blade. Okay, what's your take? What's your take on how Final Fantasy? I mean, the summons are terrain based and luck based. Once I figure it's it's, not, it's actually not luck. Hit <laughs> certain metrics like your health has to be a certain area. You have to be like in danger in a specific area. And then you'll have the option. Nubs, nubs, I, I gotta cut you off, man. I had to grab my pillow because you put me put me to sleep with this Final Fantasy 15 talk. But shout out to my guy Blaze Xbox baby. All right, well, my bad. Go ahead. But um, <laughs> it wasn't really luck based. It's it's just the the criteria for being able to summon things was really stupid. I I was able to summon everything like getting Titans to show up. Like I I, I spent like a good few hours doing that because it had to be very specific. In order to get him instead of Ramu, or you know, one one of the to show up, so that's okay. stupid. Like one of the worst mechanics out there. It was like I, I feel like you should have just had the option to just summon, but I get kind of why they did that, but it's still it's when, too overpowered. I get that, but at the end of the time, yeah. you want to enjoy. You play Final Fantasy mostly for the summons. You want to see the fucking summons. Yep. Like I, 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 I she to show up once, so I mean, there's that. She only showed up exact because I was fighting by a lake and ran out of health, and instead of Leviathan, I got Shiva. So, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You're better off watching the summons and their attack on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're dope. They they just don't let you use them. Facts. All right, man. Let's let's move on to the next topic. I'm gonna address the chat. Y'all won't leave me alone, man. If this was a PlayStation pillow, a DS4. Y'all wouldn't say shit. But because it's Xbox, I'm getting hate. It's all good, though. It's all, I still love y'all. Xbox, baby. All right, let's move on to the next topic, man. I, I, uh, I feel like we uh, we talked that to death. Uh, let's do... Let's, actually, let me go straight to Reggie, man. I'm going to go straight to your topic. We missed it last week. Sony missing E3. Is it a, is it doomed for us? What does it mean for gamers? Is, is this a bad thing for Sony? Like, I'm, I'm curious to hear your thoughts from a neutral side. So, Reggie, go ahead, man. I actually don't think it's a bad thing for Sony. I think it's a bad thing for E3. Um, I think we've begun to hit the beginning of the end for E3. So unfortunately for those 
planning to attend E3 for next year or this year and the years to come, like it, it'll probably never be what it was, right? Like when when the 360 and PS4 dropped or PS3 dropped, like that was some pretty fire times to be at E3. I think those days are over. Um, Sony has seems to be pretty much done with it. Um, Nintendo has been slowly moving away and they don't need it. And for this matter, neither does Xbox. They dropped their new system reveal not at E3. Like, that's huge. Right? Like, normally E3 is supposed to be reserved for, like, your big hitters. And they said, no, we don't need E3 to do this. So, none of the big three really need this organization anymore. And frankly, like, this level of trade show is getting a little exhausting, probably, right? Like, we all remember Sony's last E3. And how they shuffled people from room to room to watch these things. That's just absurd. Like, who has, who wants to spend that type of money for the people there who wants to like keep being moved from place to place? It's already a nightmare, I imagine, being there. Um, And then the logistics of making it all work has got to be insane. Plus, uh, last year, E3, uh, a lot of the journal information got uh, leaked. So now. that's not shit. Yeah. Them, they, they got ducks. Yeah, E3 yeah. fucked up. So there's no now you've lost the kind of trust of the journalistic community who like are there to report to people who can't go. So I, I think it's time for us to embrace the fact that E3 is on its way out. Um, it has been a staple of gaming for quite some time. And it's done it's given us some great moments, um, yeah. some hilarious <laughs> ones, some cringe ones. I will miss Devolver Digital stuff, but again, everybody can just do it on their own now. Mm-hmm. Who do you blame? Who do you blame for this? I, I think it's the inevitable passing of time. I wouldn't actually blame anyone. Like, if, no, if no, I'm, sorry, sorry. well, I would, I would say if I'm one of the big three, as a person personally who's like worked on large events, um, the logistics, the money. And the time of all this really begins to take a toll on you if you don't have to. So if you're someone like a Nintendo or a Sony, and yes, or Microsoft, yes, they've got all the money in the world. But like the reason why they have it is because they don't throw away money frivolously. And so it's like, look, I don't need to be out here to keep booth babes up front to put people on stage to pay for Aisha Tyler or Jason Derulo or the uh, Pele or any of these other folks to sit up on stage and talk about anything. I can just do it myself. Yeah. Like we can do it in-house at Sony Studios. I mean, Sony is a movie, owns a movie studio. We, they can do it straight in-house. Yeah, Microsoft true. can do it, can stream it from anywhere in the world. They have a theme. You know, they, they can have it yeah. branded, by, branded by Microsoft Surface and mm-hmm. do it that way. And Nintendo's already doing it. Like yeah. they've they've built their own space where like we just like to see them pop up. Like Sakurai has a seems to be having a blast every time he does a Smash Direct. Didn't he flip somebody off? Didn't he flip everybody off? Like I, I keep seeing that meme. Did he flip somebody? Me- he, he, he did. I, he wasn't doing it like for that. It was the way his <laughs> fingers were positioning. But that's how I like to read it. <laughs> like, he was flipping everybody off. I love it. Oh <laughs> man. Like, don't See, tell me what to put in my game. <laughs> <laughs> True. Unlike, unlike, unlike Reggie, I actually, I, I do have a series of events that have caused E3 to go downhill. Mm-hmm. I, I do have a series of events. First of all, uh, the internet. That was where it all started. That, that's, that's where true. it all began. That's that is, that's where it all began. That's um, um, There's step one. Step two that caused it was 
the introduction of vi- of virability, like things going viral on the internet, the the accessibility of the internet, and how things can how news can e- get easily circulated on the internet via Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, like all these social media websites. Like you can you can spread news faster through these social media websites than journalists can on their own damn websites these days. So there's reason number two. Number three, and if my memory serves me correctly, it was Nintendo. Because Nintendo were the first ones to actually allocate we are going to start doing our Nintendo Directs outside of E3 on the cheap to announce big things. So that's to be honest. If anything, if we're gonna if we're gonna actually put a, a face to what has caused the downfall of E3, it's Nintendo because now all these other companies like Microsoft and Sony are looking at it like they're doing this with most likely just a fucking green screen and a few graphic designers on probably the dirtiest of fucking cheap. Yeah, because like they don't really need to do much. Uh, with the Nintendo Direct, but they can make such a fucking impact with Nintendo Direct. They do, and they have millions of people watching. But they're still on the e- they're still on the floor of E3 though. Sony seems 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 not to have See, any presence now, at all. So we'll- yeah, now as far as as far as that goes, I would say that that is something that E3 should eventually evolve into. Because mm. um, it it also does like the fault of E3 not willing to evolve. Like E3 has. E3 has not changed since its inception, really since its inception. Um, so, if anything, they should be more of a, tra- I won't necessarily say a trade show, but a exhibition of the, all of these developers can come here, uh, they can show off all of their stuff to potential investors or and customers as well. Um, and that's in a nutshell, what I think E3 should evolve into. They should drop the whole presentation thing because, like you said, it's it, it's it's costing more money to host these these presentations, like the Xbox presentation, than anything else. I mean, for fuck's sake, here's the thing: if you actually if you actually come down to nitty, nitty gritty of it, um, if we go with presentations, that Sony's not the only one. EA is not doing a uh, is not. Using a conference room at EA, either they're doing their they're doing their own e uh, their own EA play outside of E3. Like they'll so still have a press yeah. But well, well, I mean, yeah, but but it's still it's still tied to E3. But that's that's my point yeah. is like E3 needs to start being just um more of an exhibition tour of like hardware, software, and stuff like that. They I could see. still. They could still do it, but if they continue on to on the trajectory that they're on right now, like they're pretty much gonna fucking die because the, the, no one need, in short, no one fucking needs E three anymore. No That's one needs E three to give us yeah. uh, late breaking news because the internet already does that, and these developers, if they so want. Um, can do it on a regular basis. Like Nintendo does it, and Sony tried to follow suit with. Honestly, I would say theirs has been a failure, but on a on a practical sense and also a timing sense, really, with with mm. PlayStation, considering they decided we're going to do it at the near the end of our generation instead of. I guarantee you, if they did it at the beginning of the PlayStation Five or closer to the PlayStation 5's, uh launch, then we'd be seeing vastly different outcomes with the uh, state of play. Okay, but, right, let me. 
Let me go to Omar here, man. Um, this is going to be the first time that I guess Sony... I mean, he, they missed it last year, but this is the start of a new generation, start of a new console reveal, and they're missing out on what, at least in America, what we... Uh, look forward to when it comes to the June June time frame because you know there's gonna be a lot of like uh, uh, people going to E3 is more of a festivity more of a more of a uh, uh, I guess a reaction for from us gamers. What you being a, primarily a Sony guy, one A, what does this mean for Sony, and B, what what does this mean for I guess fans of 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 Sony who who you you know look forward to E3. So like what what do you, what do you have to say about that? Okay, so remember last year I told you Sony. Sony is not going to be in, uh, at E3 next year again. Because yeah. when I saw that trending trailer, how much eyes it had on, and how much gameplay it actually showed versus what E3 showed us for gameplay. Most of the things they showed was they showed trailers for fucking DLC. A fucking mm -hmm. DLC. Not even games, DLC. They showed what? They showed CGI trailers. What do we need the CGI for? This is E3. You want to call it the biggest gaming year event? Fine, let's call it that. And what you're going to show us? CGI? If you don't have gameplay, get that out of it. That's a good point. People are... People... Um, what's called? Corporations think we need to waste our time. This is not... Uh, 19... 95 or something this is 2020 2019 where with the click of the button you can send out massive information for people to to view you don't need to sit down wait for for information you get that information in a split second i blame esa themselves for or how they handled that leak, that... Uh, yeah, they've been fucking up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was the beginning of the end, but also how they allow corporations like Ubisoft to to show downloadable content as as information. When If, if I am the ESA um, organizer and uh, you, Ubisoft come to me and tell me, look, this is what we're going to show, Bam, 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 and I see that download of a cutter, download of a cutter, I say some, no, you're not going to show that, because the, uh, E3 is supposed to be about games, new games, exciting games, I don't need to see dance floor, dance, uh, just dance 37 with um, <laughs> orchestra and, and so on, you're yeah. not to, if, if you want to say that E3 is for the gamer, for the hardcore, then treat it as such. Don't show me such, uh, not childish, but more mainstream to um, casual gamers. We don't need that. When we watch E3, this is why um, Sony 2016 E3 blew us away. Game after game after game after game, and it was not a stupid games, boring games. No, it was games we asked them for or we wanted in our mind, and we never expect them to reveal new God of War, new play, new Spider-Man. We heard rumors, many rumors of Spider-Man. 
that it was being developed by sucker punch and turned out it developed by Samyak on top yeah. of all the people. Kojima showing up, showing that trending, how yeah. weird it is, how unique it is. That's E3, that's what it should say. Yeah, that's, but, yeah. and, and, and how is, that's what E3 was, yeah. How is ASA wanna go? They wanna go the celebrities road. Mm -hmm. They wanna get out of the gaming, they doing it themselves. Why Sony wanna focus on gaming, which is why they're going to organize their own uh, um, what's called. Actually, they legit, they don't need to organize shit. Just put a YouTube video. This is a PlayStation bomb. This is a game to come with it bomb. And watch how Twitter will explode. Oh, man, let me ask you this, though. Let me, let, me, let me ask you this, though. Because so, Sony yeah. is known for the, the theatrics. If you go, I think, uh, 2016 E3 where God of War and then they had the orchestra playing it and, and then Kratos comes through. Like, that shit was epic. That's what Sony is known That's for. That's what epic, yeah. But, but, but for those in the crowd, like, I'm talking about Sony fans like yourself. So you answered why Sony isn't there. You know, mainly cost, mainly, mainly, like, they don't need it, you know, personally. But as a fan, do you not miss uh, seeing Sony at these shows? Because they haven't had a show. The spectacle. In yeah, do you, yeah are, do you miss the spectacle of Sony? Like, like they haven't had it in a year, and then it looks like it's going to be prolonged. Like, you know what I mean? Like, as a, as a fan, not not thinking of what how you, it benefits Sony, but how does do you miss that? And what do you think Sony could do to uh, to appease the fans? Because Xbox on the other side is doing that. So, what was your take on that? And then uh, um, Nams, I want you to I want you to go out there. I'm looking for I'm looking forward to the the quote unquote February review. I'm interested in seeing that. I really don't care about the PlayStation 5. What it is what it is. Uh, it's a box. Because people are now going to make it uh, seem to look how it's going to look. And in the end, we're going to buy it and place it on the shelf and play the game. We're not going to look at it or look how beautiful it is. I want to, I want to, I want to have it. I want to do whatever. I'm just going to put it on the, on the shelf and play my game. So I'm looking forward the most to is game Horizon Zero Dawn two rumors. I'm sold. Spider-Man two rumors. I'm sold. So I'm if I am hoping, not hoping. I am anticipating that uh, um, event for that Tony is going to show. But even at the event, I don't want them to talk about. Uh, Nonsense stuff like indie games. You want to make indie games? Put them in a trailer on YouTube or something. No, okay. I'm gonna have to disagree with Omar right there. Um, I will I will save my thoughts after Nubs is gone because I don't want to interrupt yeah. Nubs. But yeah. I've got things to add to that then. Okay, and real, real quick, Nubs, before you go, I just want to add like I think well I want to see people keep the same energy. We'll see how Sony actually transitions from doing the big spectacle and doing their own thing. What if those own things, little small shows or small pre-recorded things it's like sony is already so sony's already changing the direction of their gaming landscape are they also going to change the way they do the theatrics as well for me personally like i'm going to e3 this year or in la i'll miss that honestly because i want to see it in live in person but you know hopefully hopefully they have something for the fans because i mean we, we are we are we are gamers and we are fans of the of the game gaming platforms that we choose to play on so nubs go ahead can i have one last thing i think uh Hey, one last thing. I think it's because they're going to E3 
you have that you have that feeling but for me as someone who never been to Eritrea and will never be able to Eritrea I don't have that feeling that, that must come down to it can you visit Eritrea if you can visit Eritrea then of course this is one of the most disappointing thing ever because you wanna you wanna experience new things live on the on uh, at, an, uh, at an event my bad I talked a lot no problem. Now go ahead, Nubs. Yeah, Nubs, go ahead. Yeah. Um. To be honest, um, they obviously know what they're doing. I mean, them not being there, they're they're still gonna have their reveal. They're still gonna have a bunch of chatter. They're still gonna have a bunch right. of you know, talking about whatever they decide to show in their own way. There. Um. I, I mean, it's and it's not just E three. They haven't really like um. Other Zinc said in the chat, like they haven't really been doing anything. They haven't done PlayStation Experience. They haven't no, like haven't. done their their big things outside of their state of plays. And I don't know if that has to do with the the infighting in Sony that we kind of we can kind of see, but they're not really talking about as far as you know changing leadership and you know changing directives as far as where they want that division and that company to go. Like I'm pretty sure there's a lot of behind the scenes shit that we're just not seeing. Um, right, not not yet. We already hear a lot of rumors on that, but go ahead. Right, like uh, on the consumer side, that's leading credence to that. Like, and I think that them as a company is just trying to take um, themselves in a whole different direction as far as dis- distancing themselves from E three. And like, I I don't even want to even go as far as saying like it's a money issue. I mean, these companies are still worth billions there, but if they're you know trying to you know save a dollar or whatever, you got to think they invested all that money in a what that guy Kai streaming that. <laughs> like seemed like a waste until um they got PS now to even function. Like I mean Yeah, that's a good point. But can I can I add this? Are they not releasing games? Is that not the most important thing? Games. Look yeah, at what they're going to release this year. They are releasing games, but the games that they are releasing have already been in the production calendar for a while now. So I mean as of there, there's nothing new, and have already been shown at E3 as well. Yeah, Ghost of Tsushima was shown at E3. Yeah, yeah. yeah all other games have. We're, we're looking at shit that we've known about for, and then outside of Godfall, there's really nothing else. So I mean, maybe they're not showing up because they legitimately have already shown their hand like two years yeah. ago. Exactly. Exactly where I'm at. My my belief is that you know, if you if you go if you just look at Sony historically, when they release consoles in a new generation, they typically don't have a lot of a lot of games to accompany them. You know, Sony exclusives. And when you factor in, you go back a couple E3s. Last time they were there, their last show got a lot of poor reviews, and. I mean, you saw what happened with Xbox One. So a bad show can can do a lot more damage than just not showing up. See, now, did did it get bad reviews because of its presentation? Because I'm, I'm assuming we're talking about the walk-around one, right? Yeah, the, the, we're, we're, talking, we're talking about the WrestleMania 3 of, of uh, presentations, three different locations, three yeah, different yeah, fucking yeah. stadiums. So, I'm just saying. All, they all they of, show the right. same games they showed three E3s ago? Yeah, that one. Uh, not they showed for the first time gameplay of The Last of Us 2. Yeah, and that, oh. that was great, and people were excited about that, but all That's in it. all, the media, the media had a poor, 
Yeah, that that uh, that movement, that three stages, that's an L on them. But when it comes to games, they're knocking it out of the park. And yeah. I think I mean, they, that yeah. They That's have the park. They have like we're, right yeah. now. We're admiring the home run. Right now, we're yeah. admiring the home run. But right now, they're up at bat, and they're not. They're not swinging. They're just standing there. About so to take we have to wait and see. Yeah, right now they're just, they're just walking the first base because what they know is is that they have a strong enough base that no news is in some ways good news. People know that the PS5 is coming, and that's enough for the for the Sony fan base. Like for you, that that's good enough. Just knowing that 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 the PS5 is coming, you know that PS5 does not launch with a lot of exclusives, so you're cool with waiting one or two years before the exclusive train starts rolling. Mm-hmm. So. Why am I going to show up to E3 and, and, and put on a bad show that's going to hurt my sales numbers when the PS5 that's, drops? That's a good when, point. When you know that most likely Xbox has put everything the past five years into this one show because they knew the Xbox One has been dead for three years. So they, they, they've known that. So they've been putting all of, their, all of their money, all of their investment into this day that is coming up in June. That, that, that's, that's literally what Xbox has been doing. So. Why are you going to show up for that? Like, why are you going to show up for that massacre? Because you know Xbox is coming with probably five or six uh, Xbox first-party exclusives at launch. Like, you just know that Xbox is putting everything into this one show. The reason that they showed the Xbox Series X uh, a couple months ago is because they wanted to all be about the games. Because that's where they've put all their money the past couple... I mean, whether or not it works out for them or not, that's where, like, that's what they're coming with. They're coming with nothing but games. And if PlayStation shows up and says, "Hey, we have a PS5, and you know, here's some DualShock 5, you know, features that we have," it's gonna, it's just gonna blow up in their face. It makes more sense to do their show on their on their own terms instead of having to deal with that, having to deal with Xbox doing their show and you following up immediately after, or you going before. Either way, you get lambasted. Like, there's there's no way to win if you show up to this E3. Because, I mean, just Sony's traditional production cycle does not lend well to them showing up to this event. It just doesn't. I expect them to be at the next one, but I think it was very smart for them not to show up to this one. I just think it made business sense. I don't don't think they're going back to E3 at all, but go ahead, Nubs. I think they will will in some capacity, but I think it just made sense for them not to show up this year. Nubs and Dante. I feel like it just gives them their own chance to control their own narrative. Yeah, exactly. But they're not they're what they're trying to do is not let Xbox dictate the uh you know the talks. Had they been in the E3, cost, the cost of what's going on. Exactly. Nobody would have been talking about Sony. They would have been talking about okay, what's Xbox gonna show? Like but, they're but getting, my... so like now if if rumors are supposed to be had, it's supposed to be revealing February fifth or whatever and then going from there. Which I hope that they do, because that I mean that's that's a good yeah, move. I hope, I hope they have a show. I, I, I want I want to see what they got, man, for real. Other than yeah, that's what, but we're acting. Be their best bet. We're acting as if Xbox showed anything. They have not showed anything. They have showed the box, and that's it. We have not seen anything. Who's the conversation? Xbox. Who's the talking about right now? That's that's the point. So if so if so. So then it's okay for Sony to show the box and nothing else. 
I mean, they showed a logo and nothing else. They showed a fucking logo. Like, all that hype for a fucking Yeah, logo. I'm, I'm talking about the shit, like, the February reveal. If they show the PlayStation and they show the controller, that should be enough, Sam, right? It's, it's gonna get hype. Yeah, it'll, it'll generate plenty of buzz. Which is what Xbox specifically did to show the Xbox. It's yeah, to build hype to E3. It's basically our fu- It's basically the fucking promo for the E3 wrestling match. That's what it exactly. is. Exactly. I mean, really, at this point, all Sony has to do is show you the PS5 and let you know that you'll be able to play Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us 2 on the PS5, and PlayStation fans will be happy. They'll be happy you- with the third-party games that come. And the second part of support that comes, and they'll, and they'll, and if, as long as they can play those first party games on the PS5, they're going to be happy. They don't, there's no point in showing up to E3 and having a bunch of negative media perception based on what Xbox does. That's like showing up to an, that's like showing up to, an, to a fucking high, high value restaurant with literally 10 bucks in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's, there, why, why the fuck did you even show up? There's a way to keep your there's a way to keep your fan base happy and to keep your business productive without going to E3 and and this this it made no sense for them to show up this year. I don't know why they bowed out last year. I mean, I think it's because they had nothing to show. They had nothing to show last year. Nothing to show, and I think this year they really don't have anything to show either because that's just generally how place the once the PlayStation life cycle the way it works is they put everything they load up. The five comes out, people buy it, and in two years they get rewarded with a lot of exclusives. That's that's just how they roll. It's not a bad thing, but it just didn't make sense to to go up against that buzzsaw that's gonna be at Xbox because you know they're going all out on this show. Like they they know that Xbox is they're going you know balls to the walls with this show. They have to. That's that's yeah. why. So I mean, it, it just it doesn't make. Sense. I wouldn't I wouldn't show up. Right, Dante, go ahead and Reggie, you've been quiet. Man. I want to hear your input on this, but Dante and Reggie. As far as two things that Omar said about DLC being shown, like if it's significant DLC, I have no fucking issue with that. Like Iceborne being revealed at E3. I, I have no issue with that for the simple reason that is a significant piece of dlc that's an exp- that's pretty much a goddamn expansion, expansion that's like a yeah. whole new th- that's like a whole expansions new expansions are fine expansions are fine like yeah 20, 30 hours um long. now as far as as far as um showing cg trailers like i i i'm i'm iffy i'm iffy on that stuff because it's a case of basically cg trailers like that they're, they're meant to build build hype let's let's not forget fucking sony did the exact same thing with kills on free no, kills on two. My apologies. Kills on two was going crazy, and the biggest yeah. argument for like months was was this in-game gameplay or not? Like, they, yeah, they which never is never made it clear. Which is ironic, oh, considering God. people people broke uh, a certain video on YouTube brought that down. Apparently, the PlayStation, uh, the place, the finished products actually ended up looking better than the fucking uh, CG trailer, um, as far as overall overall quality. But like, uh, as far as like. S- as far as like something like the Watchdog thing that happened, where they showed a game that was very early in development and that clearly got a graphical downgrade when it got finished, like Anthem, where it was just basically a portion of the game that didn't end up representing the final product, I think that there does need to be some kind of clampdown on on E3's side that they shouldn't show that kind of stuff because that does 
because it is going towards showing investors as well as potential buyers, that really starts skirting the line. With as far as I'm concerned, that starts false skirting the line. False advertisement. No, you're right. Indeed, indeed. Now Ubisoft got a lot of yeah. shit for it, and I think they yeah. haven't done that since. Like they, what, what, when you when you show a game and its gameplay, you need to be. I'm talking fucking ninety nine point ninety nine percent sure that this is what the final game is going to be. Like either it's complete or it is like ninety percent complete, and you just need to do it, and you just need to iron things out. That's when games should start being shown at E3. I'm fine with teasers because that's to show you we have this idea. Uh, this this is what we're working on. Um, but as far as stuff like that and DLC, no, I, I think there should be at least some some regulation, if any, it, it, like just some just some rules, like like the UFC Unified Rule Set. You can only have this if you are if you have it, um, or if that's how it's going to be. Now, as far as indie games, no, I'm I'm going to disagree with Omar on this. As far as just re relegating indie games to uh, just a fucking sizzle reel, because. So if some indie games show in intel like amazing potential, let's not forget like Cuphead. Like I guarantee you, if Cuphead was relegated to a fucking serial, then it wouldn't be the fucking smash success that it was. Yeah, or it, or it wasn't updated. It was shown in a in a highlight reel. But then it actually got some serious fucking. Then it got some serious fucking space Major airtime. Yeah, right? like, like last time I remember, Cuphead was shown uh, at a, a, a trailer and it went flew by like that. But it was a fawn trailer. But it was a fawn trailer that actually showed gameplay. Like it wasn't one. Like if you actually look at that compared to what it is now, honestly, the final product is actually better. But my point is, is it got some? It actually got some airtime. It wasn't just part of like a fucking PlayStation Four sizzle reel of the of fucking indie games. Which, if a game shows fucking amazing potential, it shouldn't be fucking relegated. Because once you start relegating uh, indie games, um, once you start relegating indie games to something like a sizzle reel, you create an us versus them fucking mentality, which the gaming industry doesn't need another one of. Like it's us versus them, AAA versus indie. We don't need that. We need uh, to. We need to nurture. We need to. We need to invest. We need to show that indie developers can do great games. Because like, um, if we don't, then we're gonna end up. Uh, we're gonna end up with cop games like Cophead being underground hits, where yeah. the fucking where the where the makers themselves don't. Uh, uh, yeah, sorry. Well, we end up where the developers of Cuphead can't make another game because they have to remortgage their house to make it. Exactly, exactly. Now, and I like, realize too, a lot, a lot, they got paid off this game though. Like they, they got, they made bank. Oh, they, they made, but they made bank. But what I'm saying is, is if we relegate it to a sizzle reel, right. They yeah. don't make as much money back. Right. right. Now, mm. I, agree, I agree with you because you got to realize, man. Before they were AAA, they, they, a lot of these developers started off making indie games. Like if you look at yeah. the actual catalog of games, they started off making an indie. Fucking um, Bungie, Bungie started out making exactly. fucking FPS for the Macintosh. Exactly. If that wasn't for that, you know what I mean? There wouldn't be a Halo. Yeah. Like, all, all it takes is the right product and the right push. That's literally all it fucking takes. And like, yeah, now, on, on the other hand, I'm still waiting for the fucking DLC to Cuphead. God damn it, guys. What's going on? so fucking long. You, they have like, over 20, you sold over like 10 million fucking copies. Give me my fucking DLC already. Don't they, don't they have like two or five people? They need to hire more people with all that money they got. That's what they need to do. But, um, in fairness, in fairness, with Cuphead, it is a very 
very unique situation in the fact that every single frame of that Hand game drawn. is animated by hand by that's that's insane that's 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 yeah. dedicated to a craft right there and i just want to yeah. add one one thing too like about indies because i love indies everybody like people know that but ori ori 2 it wasn't for ori 1 they, they're making a the game ori 2 now they're expanding from they, they have another another i guess another team making uh action action adventure slash whatever they're going to do with that and that's and ori was system. Yeah, Ori was given a fucking uh, a big spotlight on it. Exactly, and that's the point I'm making, man. Like the indies start off to grow big, and that's the whole point of the industry, man. Not everyone's gonna start off AAA, and you don't want everyone to be AAA because if everything is AAA, man, creativity dies. So like, let's, 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 let's say this. Let's say this. If we don't, uh, oh, I was. No, I was just. I was just gonna quickly finish my thing by saying that if we, don't, if we don't, if we don't prop the fucking indies up. Then EA is just going to be at the top of the fucking mountain for the rest Thanks. of time. Thanks. Go ahead, go ahead, uh, and then we'll move on. No, I was just saying that 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 you know now indies are kind of the lifeblood of the industry. That's what I mean. You know, that... without them, you, yeah, it's it's going to be a shitstorm. The triple A games are the body of the games industry. The indie games are the soul of the games mm -hmm. industry. Yeah, Question: Do you guys remember? Yeah, I mean, you, you got to look at P. You got to look at PS4's launch lineup. Majority of that shit was indies, dude. Like they they marketed indies so heavily at the beginning of this gym. Like that, that was. If you're thing. making games, if you're yeah. indie making games, you actually love video games. Like, yeah. you have a passion in it. Triple A people, it's a job. So you gotta you gotta have that love, you know, in there. Because without it, it's just you know. It's a shitstorm. Go, go, Omar. You about to say something? Um, do you guys remember a, a name, a game called F? What's it, it called? F, 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 E. Yeah. Oh, F, E? Yeah. Oh, no, I never played it. Yeah. It, it, it has a strict resemblance to it looks like Ori. Ori. Yeah, it looks like Ori. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's definitely okay. not good. With a um, I think it was it's like Ori with a fox, but if I remember, it was uh, kind of just okay. And it's with music, and I don't know why that game flopped and Ori tribe. I don't play. Like I, I, I own it. It sucks. I wish I didn't buy it. it, it really? Like Is it that bad? Yeah. I, mean, I also don't think EA pushed it really well. Mm. Yeah. Like, to to Nubs and Dante's point, like EA. Didn't push that game at all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, I mean, in all fairness, like they they have an indie, they do have an indie thing with EA. But I mean, let let's be absolutely is, fucking fair. They didn't even fucking in, like let's be absolutely fucking dope. realistic here. They didn't even fucking push a way out. They didn't exactly. Really? And I, and I hear that was good. I hear that was dope. I have to that try, game, but I hear that, that was game dope. is a fucking amazing. But they, oh, no. they they didn't really push it like they they got some time on the VGAs and stuff like that, and yeah, um, yeah, and they got like a tri a, tri a sizzle reel. But honestly, what saved a way out was one its unique premise of if you if one person owns the game, it's basically the fucking Youngblood's buddy system where if you own the game, you can invite someone to come and play it. Yeah, uh, even if they don't own the game, and basically word of mouth. Like again, that fucking internet social media presence a lot of fucking youtube big youtubers played a lot a way out and enjoyed it 
And that's that's what honestly I think contributed a lot to a way out success. But like if we're comparing if we're comparing a way out success to Cophead, I don't I that's that's apples to oranges right there. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Eternal says die, man. He says does 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 indies push consoles? No, no. they don't push consoles, but they they they, they, they give a, them exactly. Like into because triple A's make take long ass times to 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 make. What games are you playing in between time? I love playing a, a big game, triple A game, and then playing Ori or or playing a, a small. I was in a, a Twilight Princess. I think it was from Ubisoft. That was a dope ass game. Like games like that, man. Like you, you guys got to just get out of this triple A or bust mentality. There's a lot of dope games. Real quick, yeah. Frostpunk, Frostpunk on PC. It's on PC and I think it's on console Game Pass. It's a dope-ass RTS slash survival game. Like, play it and you'll see what I'm saying. It's, it's addicting as hell. But let, let if, me you, if you overlook it, you miss out You miss out on good games, man. Y'all bugging with that. Go ahead. Yeah, let me throw two indie games your way. Two indie games that I absolutely fucking adore. Um, Broforce. Oh, And, Cas and Castle Crashes. Yeah, Castle Crashes is a classic. Castle, Yo. Castle again. Indie games that you that people play in between, like like I said, the indies will never sell a system because the moment an indie game, hold on, the moment an indie game starts selling a console is the moment it stops being an indie game and starts being a triple A game. True. Like no, no matter what, because triple A depends on the status that you get. Like in indie, is you make it on your own, and it, I wouldn't say it doesn't necessarily make. Um, it, it's not that it doesn't become a success and makes lots of money. It's just not guaranteed to because you're on an independent, like you're, right. you're making it on your own. But like it's it's kind of that same mentality between that and um, uh, No Man's Sky. Mm. Like, can you really considering e uh, uh, PlayStation financially back that? Can you consider that an indie game or is it a triple A game? A triple. Um, I mean, yeah. I, it, there is there is a lot of there is a lot of in between with the with um, indies and triple A's, but like I said, indies indies will never sell a console, but they will fucking sustain them. They will they will keep that thing beating and keep people going back to that console um, until the next trip until the, like the next triple A game comes out. What's a double A then? I'm curious about that. That's a battery. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I'm, I'm being legit though. There is something called WA in the uh, studio. I think what, what we that can consider then? that. I think what we could consider that is. Um, I think what we consider a double A is something like a No Man's Sky or almost almost a Death Stranding. Like it's it's made by uh, it's made by. Um, by um a studio but is financial but is financially backed by um a major company if that makes mm. sense like dev stranding wasn't made completely out of hideo kojima's pocket it were it also had investment from sony mm -hmm. uh, it, and um i'm just trying to think no man's sky same thing it wasn't done entirely out of uh hello games pocket it was made using investment from uh, PlayStation. So I would consider that a double A game where a one A game, which is a really low battery, is basically the indie scene where it's made one hundred percent with the money of the developer, i.e. Cuphead, because like I said, then poor bastards had to fucking refinance their remortgage their houses just to make the game. So yeah, they got family, my, family they got my respect too. for life. Yeah, family family run. It's the same thing I think with meatballs. They did a documentary on them. Um and the, the they did a documentary on indie indie games in general. It's pretty 
it's pretty cool. I think it was on Netflix. Uh, I forgot what it was, but it shows you like the behind the scenes and what they what they go through and then in the blood and sweat and tears that they that that they endorse uh, endure, man. It's pretty dope. And uh, I was in the background that you, you guys are seeing is Frostpunk. Um, it's a it's a dope game, man. It makes you having to choose what to do to survive. And, and I don't know. I, I love that game, and I'm actually about to replay it on Game Pass and PC, and I highly recommend it. That's one of my favorite things about this. Uh, uh, when we do VGPs, when we especially specifically talk about games, especially games that you actually end up liking and then trying to get other people to play, because we a lot of games that we discuss are not well known, and I want the, I want other people to try it out, man, just so you could not only broaden your horizons, but there's a lot of dope games to play, and I like hearing from other people or games that they've played that I might that I must that I, that I might have uh, missed and that I end up playing. Um, so shout out to Jez for that game because I I completely overlooked it. Played it and like, that's one of my favorite games, man. Like the thing okay, is, so a lot of people, hold on, a lot of people. Did I'll, I'll finish this final point. A lot of people keep forgetting that a lot of games that people talk so fondly of are actually um, indie games. I one aside from Cuphead, one of the other biggest examples of an indie game that got a lot of mainstream success and appeal and is still talked about fondly today is Limbo. Yeah, oh, Limbo. Yeah, mm hmm. I'm trying to think. What was the one of the what was the uh one of the biggest indie games that that like that blew up this generation? And was it Limbo that started all? Was it Braid? No, Binding, uh, Binding of Isaac. Binding no, of Binding of Isaac didn't. That 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 blew. Was, that was that's years old. I'm but, thinking, but it is it is big. Oh, for this yeah. gen, we also had um Stardew Valley, yeah. which came yeah. out on Steam, um as well as Celeste. Celeste. Yes, yeah, so uh, I mean Celeste was game of the year candidate. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I haven't played it yet. Um, but I hear it's, I hear it's really good, and one of my for twenty twenty, bro, Ori, bro, that's my game. Like, come on, man, again, Ori, yeah. Step out I mean, of your I mean, boundaries. We, there are games to play, like some great games. Inside, yeah, Inside's another good one as well. Inside, yeah. that's it. Yeah, for this, the, I, mean, I mean, even the Dark Souls. Remember, Minecraft started off as an indie game. Yeah, yeah, and it's the biggest <laughs> game in the planet. <laughs> yeah, it started from nothing to like. The biggest thing on the planet. That dude's a billionaire. Took off one game. Yep. He doesn't yep. have to work again the rest of his lifetime to do anything. Like the next indie game can be the next big game. Fortnite, right? Like nobody thought Fortnite would go anywhere. Nope. Yeah. Fortnite didn't. Game I mean, with, with, without without putting in the the uh, battle royale. Without putting in battle royale, it would have been. Like, dead in the I would never made it. Yep. Yeah, dead in the I and to we be got... fair with, with that, to be fair with that, like it, with, with that, with that, obviously it is from Epic Games. So I mean, we can't. It, that isn't yeah. exactly a tangible. True. Uh, one. I mean, I think it was like a passion project or whatever, and they ended up funding it, it more once no, they no. once they got I more money. About, I was hearing about that game in fucking high school. That's how long it took to fucking come out. To be fair, that fucking game still isn't coming. It still isn't out. <laughs> yeah, that's still true. Fucking, they're still fucking making it. It's kind of it's kind of like Star Citizen. At least Star Citizen, I don't know. It's just as fucking bad. Like Star Citizen. One. There's there's another one. There, okay, so f memes aside, memes aside, Star Citizen at its core is an indie game. It is. Yeah, it is. It's, crowdf it's, cra it's crowdfunded. Like it was completely exactly. crowdfunded. Like if it comes out, rich ass fucking consumers though, motherfucker. Like they that budget is crazy now. Yeah, like I mean, uh, Cave Story is another one. A lot of fucking, a, a lot of recent double fine games have been fucking indie games. Mm -hmm. 
Um, like, like I said, anything. I, I, it's it's really weird because it seems like the the goalpost for what constitutes an indie game has moved and is yeah. constantly fucking moving. Like Double Fine from from all in from all inceptions, Double Fine have all. I, I, I'm not a Tim Schafer. I'm not a biggest Tim Schafer fan. I never fucking will be. Um, but I, I'll admit the guy. I'll, I will always give the guy kudos for his success. He is talented as fuck. He, yeah. he, he, was ta- he was part of one of my favorite series of all time, the Monkey Island series. Oh, absolutely. His studio has always been indie. Psychonauts was made out of their own money. Um, Brutal yeah. Legend. That stacking, Brutal Legend. Brutal right. Legend. Uh, everything up to now has been, has been, by definition, an indie game because it came out of their own pocket. It didn't come out of any... No money came from major studios because originally um, Psychonauts was meant to come out by Majestic Games. But because Double Fine, you know, takes so fucking long to make games, um, they, they ended up pulling out of the games industry. And then I can't remember who picked up that. But another game was meant to, another company was supposed to publish Brutal Legend, and then they pulled out. And then EA took up the, then EA bought the rights to Brutal Legend. But like by definition, if it's all indie games, yep. um, so. I mean, like I said, the goalpost is ch- the goalpost is moving um, so constantly these days that I I'd, I'd say that what we could do as an indie game is by a studio that isn't owned by a major publisher. If if that makes sense, like Kojima, like technically, if we want to, if we really want to be technical, Kojima, he's an he's a he's an indie studio because he's not owned by anybody. It's all coming out of his and his company's pocket. Let me yeah. let me ask this, Dante. Can we do maybe like a split the difference? Like for me, I think a double fine, maybe a Kojima might fit better into that conversation about a double A. Fact of the matter is, Kojima can kind of go anywhere and get a game made because who he yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Um, no. So so can Tim Schafer for the most part. But they are bigger than say the people Yacht Games who made uh, Shovel Knight. Uh, Notch, who made like these are guys like these are just one dudes off the street. And co- correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think a lot of times we hear of these large success stories. They come from people who already have an exorbitant amount of money. Like yeah. these aren't the children of millionaires who are making these games. These are dudes maybe making sixty to somewhere between forty and sixty k a year, and like deciding to do their best and hoping that it works out. I'm willing to. I'm willing to. Super meatball, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm no, I'm willing I'm willing to split I'm willing to split um a decision. I'm willing to go to a split decision on that and say that they're yeah. probably will call them tri- uh, double A games. Um yeah. because yeah, cuz there is a lot of name recognition obviously that goes with somebody like a Kojima, like a uh, a Tim Schafer. Uh, definitely. I mean, obviously it's, it's a different story with Double Fine games now because they're owned by Microsoft. Um yeah, they they got back now. Psychonauts 2 got that triple A budget or that yeah. money at least. Yeah, they've got the potential. I mean, I mean, he put it back in the oven because he got that money. Same with Wasteland Three. Um, but like, yeah, no, I'm willing. I'm willing to go with that. Like, as far as I'm willing to call uh, games that are made by the studio by studios that are not owned by a developer, uh, double double A games at this point. And the true indies are the dudes who are the dudes who. Like like the like a uh, uh, an M an MD uh, an MD I can't remember their fucking name MDHR I think that's it yeah 
yeah. right? I'm willing to call those guys the true the true indies, the underground. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, you, got, you got to look at it like movies. Like you have independent films, you have B movies, and then you have you know block. Yeah. Like yeah. I, that, but that, yeah. but the fact that we can have this discussion at this point kind of go kind of adds credence to what I was saying that the goalpost late it has moved. Like the goalpost for video games has moved so much that we can actually have this conversation. Yeah, I, I love I love this indie topic. I could talk about that all day, and uh, but we're not going to because you want to move on. Exactly, we got to do this last topic, and it's uh, whose topic is this? It's actually Omar's mine. Omar's topic. So delay game. Actually mine you know, and you know it's going to be juicy. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. So, topic. so so it's yeah, it's 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 a co it's a tag team event here. So Omar, I want you to uh to to tell the tell tell the chat what's going on with this delay gate, what's going on, and then I think Dante has some breaking news to to discuss. So go ahead. So we started uh, a. This week with the uh, Final Fantasy VII remake delayed, and then we were hit with the uh, Iron Man delayed and Avengers. What's called Cyberpunk. Avengers, and then rumors started surfacing around uh, Cyberpunk getting delayed, and now we even heard. Uh, Wait, that's not light. light. Oh, thanks. Ooh, okay, fair enough. Now, yeah. Thanks, Omar. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, he just, he just thanks, Omar. The real Thanks, reason is because they're running from Battletoads. That's what's up. You already know what it is. Battle. <laughs> <laughs> Xbox, baby. It's like, no, go ahead. <laughs> so, um, you have this rumor that, not rumor, that misconception that delayed means let's crunch. But I actually heard that delayed means more crunch for a game. So, I'm curious to hear people's opinion about that. And other than that, for me, I think mostly, I think the delays could be a sign because they want to release these games as a pro PlayStation 5 Xbox Series X uh, release. Go ahead, Dante. No, fuck you, homie. You stole my thunder. No, you got it. You got it. <laughs> oh, uh, I did want to touch on the point as far as, as crunch. I look at crunches if you have a set deadline. Forcing mm -hmm. your workers to try to hit that deadline and not giving them any delay leave crunch. Not to say that giving them um, delays or extensions on said deadline doesn't still contribute to crunch. It's not going to be as much crunch as if they still have to hit that original release date. Well, let, me, let me ask you guys a question, though. Do, do you think... You can't really eliminate... You, you, what you can do is do your best to... Can you repeat that? So you can't eliminate, you can just do your best to try to... Um, try mitigate. To with, mitigate yeah. crunch. That's true, because if, if something happens in the, in the process, some big-ass bug comes, you're like, shit, now we got to fix this thing. And you try to fix that, and it opens up other other things yeah. to fix. You know what I mean? It's just, just That's just how it is when it comes to programming. Uh, one, one fucking decimal that's out of place, it fucks up your whole whole render. Look at yeah. Aliens Colonial Marines. Exactly. <laughs> it was one yeah. fucking letter. <laughs> Was it one letter? See, that's what I'm saying, man. Program is a is, is a bitch, believe me. I I got out my programming class and switched over to an arts degree. So anyway, uh, <laughs> uh let's see here. Uh, Hold on. Before 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 we go on, I'd like to remember I'd like to remind what? everybody of a amazing uh timeless quote by the, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Shigeru Miyamoto. Uh yeah. a delayed game will is eventually great, but a rushed game is forever bad. That's that true. keep that in mind. That's something, that's something Reggie will pop out. Um, but I had a question for you guys. 
so 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 with these with these delays going on man i, I don't i can't remember the last time we had these many delays all all in this you know all these games in in, in this area um do you think it do you think that the delay is more so because the console launch is so close and do you think they're trying to optimize no. for the new consoles as well or i don't do think so okay so omar's saying yes yeah. so omar wants you to go and then dante wants you to counter go ahead you saying you, you think so? Why? Why? Why would they? Why would they delay it instead of not just post their their launch date to when the consoles drop? Because um, okay, so here's the thing, and you see that with other games, they always delay their game when a big game coming right up, mm-hmm. like for example, Final Fantasy VII or The Last of Us Part Two. You're not going to put to to release uh, Ori, for example. You're not going to release Ori at the same uh, month as, for example, uh, the Last of Us Part Two. Mm-hmm. You you you'd be destroyed in uh, in the sales. And same goes for something game like uh, Battle Toad. But so that's why I believe, in my opinion, that uh, um. They want for people to be having saved their money, and when the console, the new console comes out, they can then release their games and they can buy it uh, like uh, on the go. Okay, and, and and Dante, you said you you don't you don't think that's what the, the delays are for, or, or no. what's, what's your take on that? There's a reason why, uh, because if you if we actually put this down to it, um, first of all, the word when Omar he missed Omar picked out uh, uh, educationally uh, left a word out when it came to the Dying Light Two delay is that game has been delayed indefinitely. Like no, they don't even know there, there was no release date to begin with for Dying Light Two. Wasn't that like, game supposed to come out last year? Wait, nope. there was or wasn't? No, there wasn't. There was there was, no. there was not oh, a right, release right. date. Yeah, that game is developed. Yeah, that game is in that game is currently in a, in a state of limbo. That's in the Duke Nukem Forever kind of um, oh, thing. Like the, the the original release date was only 2020. But if they've delayed this indefinitely, then that they, they, we're probably talking. They're pushing this till probably like near. I would not lie because it is Techland. They're probably pushing that till the end of like 2021. That's crazy. Right, but this this is a this is a case of development hell, and let's not forget this is not the only time that Techland have done this. They did this with da- Dead Island as well, and if my mind if my memory serves me correctly, they also did this with Di- the, the first Dying Light game. So you this is not this is I'm nothing not- new in the sphere of tech, Techland. I got I got a question for you guys, and I'm gonna go Reggie first with that. You know how normally when you delay games, you you want to make sure that it's polished as you I can, like you said. I actually I wasn't done with explaining why I don't. Oh my think bad, my bad. Go ahead, No, with Cyberpunk, this with Cyberpunk, this genuinely does because they've delayed it till September. Mm. So if they really, really, really fucking wanted to release this with the following console, why are they not releasing? Why did they not turn around and say we're releasing this in j- January of? Right. Because then, because then they've got a viable sale. Uh, they got a viable time to buy. Uh, because you know it's after Christmas. People have got their Christmas money and all of that shit. Right. So why, why, why not release it in January of next year? Because then, like the the new console is supposed to come out by December of this year. So it, it's more viable to release it after the console has been released than before. Especially if you're releasing it on previous hardware. Um, is there, would there be plans to release an updated version? I, I have my theories on that, and 
I think I've already said that I think when it comes to PlayStation 4, that was compatibility. That was compatibility. They'll they'll add a patch uh, for a PlayStation 4 game that will upscale it and up uh, graphics and stuff like that mm-hmm. with games that have been released closer to the PlayStation 5. Uh, same with the Xbox. You know, well, we already we've already gone over what the Xbox is doing. Yeah. Um, but I think I think with I think with Cyberpunk it is a dual it's a dual role of both competition as well as genuine crunch time because. What else got announced? What else got announced around the same time as uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven? Uh, Final Fantasy seven remake. Yeah. When's R? When's three remake coming up? Uh, RE three. Oh, fuck's sake. Let me just. It's on my. Ca- it's on my calendar over there. But um, RE three remake. That is the third of April. That's the third of April as well. Wow. <laughs> like you, Christ. you had three. You have three major games coming out. You have what, a highly anticipated re, uh, remake of a classic fucking PlayStation game, where the previous the previous remake made fucking gangbusters, which was Resident Evil Two. So people are going to be hyped for the third one, especially. Yeah. Everyone's going to sell. I'll admit. I'll admit. Uh, I'll admit. I'll, I'll take a small L for myself here because I thought the look of Nemesis, as far as the picture that we saw, was fucking awful. But in motion, that motherfucker is terrifying. And why did they have to give him a fucking flamethrower? That's that just makes him even more terrifying. But besides the point, you've got the biggest one though is Final Fantasy VII. Now mm. I've made my thoughts made about Final Fantasy VII uh, very clear. I I'm not going to buy it. I recommend people not go and buy it until they release the full fucking game. Full game, yeah. That's what I'm gonna do. Um, unless <clears throat> Omar gets it. <clears throat> Omar's gonna get it. I'm buying it. Um, <laughs> but like, that's that's two RPGs. That that is two RPGs coming out. No matter how, no matter the fact that they're releasing half of the fucking game, that's still a big RPG coming out. Especially again, a remake of a fucking a game with practically a fucking cult around it at this point. Yep. So, given the choice, are they going to take a risk on um the? Are they going to take a risk on? this new ip from let's be fair a very very respectable reputable and highly reviewed co- company or are they just going to take the remake of final fantasy 7 like mm. the, like i said there's like it, it doesn't matter in at least in my mind it doesn't matter how good cd project red is just the name final fantasy 7 just seems to trump everything so people will most likely buy that so in if anything i do think it is both a case of Ironing out the bugs and avoiding the competition of Final Fantasy VII. Okay, it's a smart way of avoiding it, but I don't think it has anything to do with coming out on the next console. I really Fair don't. Enough. Fair enough. That's, uh, you, you definitely said that eloquently. Um, I, I do have a, a a question for you guys, and it has something to do with um, we talked about uh, the, the the creators of uh, Dying Light Two. You normally when you delay games, you, you you're there to try to pub, you know make it polished as best as you can. There's often games like I, uh, Fallout 76 where the game isn't um, where it should have been in the oven more you know longer. But my question to you guys is: Is there a time or is there ever a thing where you put the game into you know if you, if you delay it so long that it it often becomes forgotten? Like do nuke forever and fucking aliens colonial marines. You don't need to continue that sentence. There's already fucking two examples out there. Ex- exactly. So I guess my question is, what 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 determines the fine line and like how long can a game be delayed to the point where we no longer care as gamers? Or is that how much? How popular the the first game was. Like if we're talking about a sequel, which it seems like a lot of these delays happen with sequels. Um, 
it it all comes down to how much uh, how much fan love you have from the previous installments. Mm. Like Duke, Duke Nukem Forever, if it wasn't fucking Duke Nukem, it would not have sold any. It would no one would have given a crap. Um, maybe some holdovers from pre, maybe some holdovers from back when it was uh, first announced in nineteen ninety six would have cared, but like no, not no one in the general public would have really give two shits. Um, and then you like there's two other games like there's another game that's been that's still in development hell right now that like it it's not gonna get as many f- like dying light is like dying light i played that recently and i think it's a good solid game and i i am looking forward to the second one but like it, it all comes down to how long it's gonna take to come out but also what comes out around it exactly that's that's the point um, I, mean, I said dying light too because it looks like a game that i was interested in but if it if it gets delayed 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 to where it becomes forgotten land then yeah. it's only going to hurt the game. No Let, let's be, let's be absolutely fair. I bet none of y'all motherfuckers remember we're supposed to be getting a fucking Dead Island 2. Oh, yeah. I still remember see? it, but it's vaporware right now, man. That's, see, that's yeah, exactly. what I'm saying. That's, that's, you know what I mean? Like, that's practically this. I think the problem is also for better. other games that, like... So, there's, there's two sides to this, right? There are the games yeah. that we hear about, like, Dude Nigga Forever, like, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And then there are games that, like, we kind of know are coming, but no real sense of when. Kingdom Hearts 3, right? Like, right. we knew they were right. going to finish it up, but we didn't really know when, and they didn't ride the same Duke Nukem train. Everybody's just waiting, waiting for it. Half-Life 3, another one, right? Like, we yeah, assume that's another one. That's another that one. eventually Half-Life 3 is coming, but they've not said anything. They've not led us to believe anything, but just by the, the mechanics of it and the, the business of it, you kind of got to finish it, right? Like, eventually, you have to finish it. I, the weird thing is with Half-Life, and this this is the weird part in my brain, I honestly think with Half-Life, with the Half-Life series in general, they've, they've been waiting. In Half-Life Alex, with how good it fucking looks, and the fact that this might actually be the... The, the game that proves the viability, like the viability of a full-blown fucking game on VR... For me, it always it seems more like Valve is waiting for that next piece of technology that they can fully utilize. Because if you think about it, when Half Life came out, it was when Half Life came out. The first one, it was groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. It really was. It was a groundbreaking. It was a groundbreaking game of um, narrative storytelling. Half Life Two, uh, Half Life Two, both Half Life Two and Episode One and Two. When they came out, they were they were innovative on as far as far as physics go. Like they they were they were huge in physics. They were groundbreaking on that. So it wouldn't surprise me if Valve had been waiting for that next piece of technology to come around that they can turn around and master. And in this case, with with Half Life Alex, it's VR. Now, if we're gonna get a Half Life Three, that's another story. But it, with Valve, it just seems like they're just tech so they're tech, they're, they're tech whores. They're tech whores. They want mm. to they want to be the masters of the fucking universe. I guarantee you. Once we start getting once I guarantee you, Half Life Three will come out. Once we start getting that fucking sword on uh, sword sword art online shit, where we just strap ourselves in into that'd a fucking cool. bed, and our and our mind is just instantly inside of the game. That'd be cool, like that's yeah. that's when Half Life Three will come. Is when we've achieved that technology. Yeah, I I actually don't disagree. They really feel like the James Cameron of video games. Right? It's mm. not so much that he makes movies. He kind of makes tech demos for the new hot tech that's coming out. 
and also kind of scraps the movie on top of it. Half-Life 3 can be like tech can do. They can be your, your forward pushing people like, oh, new tech, here's what we're doing. And this is how it's going to work. Like you said, episode one and two really kind of pushed the medium and really showed like what can be done. Um, and then like, you know, I don't think you get the conversations of the tenant run crisis if Half-Life 1 and 2 doesn't do what it does. Mm. Um, I think those, it, like, because then we start to look at our, what are the benchmarks of these things and what pushes it to the next level? Because you can always make a good game. A good game doesn't have to push anything to the next level. Um, games push it to the next level and also happen to be very good. It's why a lot of people fell in love with Final Fantasy VII at the time, right? It looked wildly different than its predecessor from the Super Nintendo era, where they were all pixelated. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Final Fantasy VII still looked weird when it was blocky people. Um, but when it cut through those CGI scenes, that was kind of groundbreaking. We didn't really see a lot of that during the time in 1997 when the game came out. Uh, you know, what games are going to push it forward? So, yeah. Half-Life 3 will be a part of it. Maybe it'll... Reg, man, you sound like you're beatboxing your mic, man. Like, I don't... <laughs> yeah, like, I'm... Yeah, you you, you are... Your, your, your gain is, like, fucking popping. And you are you are literally going in and out like a goddamn wave. Oh, yeah, I gotta fix it. There, now you sound good. Whatever you just did. But, yeah. Um, okay, I'll uh, wait for you to come back. But, uh, Bye, Monitendo. I can name two games that were delayed. The first one is um, The Last Guardian. As someone who loves, who loves Shut Up the Colossus and Ico, or Ico, I couldn't wait to play that game. Did and it I benefit from the delay? Did it benefit, or were you disappointed? No, I was okay with the delay, because for my end, I learned to accept that games are going to be delayed, to be delayed. And what we first see at an E3 event or whatever event, a CGI or a first trailer gameplay, most of the time get changed and never stayed the same. So that's why I'm always okay and I wait the final product before I make that my judgment on a certain game. And the other game I'm going to name, and uh, it break my soul that they're going this route beyond good and evil. Fuck mm. me. How can they go so wrong with that game? Beyond good of evil 2, the most anticipated game next to Halo uh, Half-Life 3. Like, you could... You were hearing these two games all the time. It's going mm. to be an out at E3. Beyond Good and Evil 2 and then hey, and Half-Life 3. And Beyond and Good and Evil 2, they fucked it up beyond belief. They okay. turned it into a uh, multiplayer something, something you're... When a delay but, becomes negative, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But I... it's not because of the delay, it's because of the so. game itself. With the game itself, it's going the wrong route. Right. That's why. Um, Go ahead, Dante. 
Oh, God, it kind of slipped my mind then. What was the first one he mentioned? Because that's what caught me. What was the first game that Real Madrid uh, made? Last uh, Guardian. Last yeah, Guardian. see, see, the, the Last Guardian, like, we talked about when does it become a detriment, and The Last Guardian, you might be happy with that, but let's be fair, the fucking hype for Last Guardian was fucking dead by the time it came out. Like, the hype that it had was gone by the time The Last Guardian actually and finally That's a good came point, out. yeah. Like, it, it did not sell half as... I guarantee you it sold half as many as it would have if it had actually come out on its original release date. At the time it came out, nobody gave a fuck about it no more. Exactly. Because, uh, like... The, the, Shenmue 3. Like, yeah, Shenmue 3, exact same fucking thing. But I'd say with Shenmue 3, there is the big difference of a financial problem. True. Like, it, it, wasn't, it, wasn't where, it wasn't like they were developing it the entire fucking time. It was more of a financial issue where the mm. dude couldn't get the fucking funding to make it. Now I'm back into my swearing form. Um, <laughs> um, but like we're beyond we're beyond good and evil two. No no no, like, no. Be, that... beyond yeah, good to you. Yeah, my bad. No. Someone stop kicking the dog. I swear to god I will kick you. Um with Beyond Good and Evil, I will say the the difference with Beyond Good and Evil is Beyond Good and Evil was never announced. People just wanted it. So they've they announced it what was it like two years ago, two, three years ago now? Mm -hmm. Like that that's the average that that's the average length of development for a for a trip for a game like that. Now the the direction they're going now, that's an issue. Now that might be an issue for some people, but the game hasn't really been delayed. Because originally, before it was never announced, people just want it. It's like it. it that's a power, That's akin to people saying that they want a new Splinter Cell, and then you're oh. saying that Splinter Cell is being delayed. Oh it's like the get, that, get, that hurt get, me. I know, but it's like the, the game. The, oh. A new Splinter Cell game. Uh, you you want a new Splinter Cell game, but like none have been announced, so there is no delay. That that's the same thing with with Beyond Good and Evil Two. Like. I know. I'm sorry. Like it's it, it was never announced, but when it got announced, like they never gave a release date, so it's not like it has been delayed. So but, you, you can't use that but argument. They, but there was a teaser trailer or something shown three well, years ago, quite, which I just turned around. Time. Which I just I just I just addressed this, Omar, when I said that. It was announced, and they showed a trailer at um, at Ubisoft like two, three years ago, and yep. that's when I said that they didn't give a release date. And to be honest, two, three years is around this is around a good length of time for a game to be developed. Like max time you should be looking at is like four to five years. Like now, after that, I would turn and say if you ain't if you ain't got a solid release date um, after four or five years, then you, then then you should start be worried. But like two, three years afterwards, no, you shouldn't be. I mean, for fuck's sake, I could make well, that same god. Hold on, I could make that same excuse for Ghost of Tsushima and The Last of Us Two. They announced that two, two to three years ago, that's and we've only just got a release date. So as far as as far as Beyond Good and Evil go, Good and Evil Two goes, calm down, calm down, sit down. Yeah. You 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 will have you will have your cake and then you can eat. We'll we'll see, but the only different the difference here though is Ubisoft. Ubisoft cancels yes. their games. They've canceled Splinter Cell apparently because that game was supposed to be in the making, and now you heard you hear nothing. 
It's gone. Yeah. And who's to say that Beyond uh, Beyond uh, Good and Evil 2 didn't get the same fate? Because the- Ubisoft is going through a whole reshuffling of their ideas now. They they even they said, like, what can we do to make it? Because the last couple of games were bombed. So we'll, we'll see. Well, that's man. because of shit management. Like, that's on yeah. them. But get, Beyond Good and Evil, if they take, if they handle Stop it. Stop making cat. the same damn game. Yeah. Stop making open world fucking games. Exactly. Fucking stop. Start. Fucking Make stop. Fuck's sake. You're good. Man, yeah. they don't know how to. They don't know how to monetize it. That's the problem. Ubisoft's yeah. like, how do we make money off of this? Like, fuck that. I, I want to make. I want to. I want to play the game. Like, I fucking love Splinter Cell. That's a lie. They do not to monetize it. Look at Assassin's Creed Origins for fuck's sake. Yeah. I, well, and Odyssey too. Odyssey too. Yeah, Odyssey as yeah. well. But like, if they, if they make Splinter Cell over, over open world, I, like, bro, like, someone needs to go to France and smack the shit out of Ubisoft. Like, straight, like, don't, don't do that. Because I know you love yeah, the open yeah. world shit. Just stop. Splinter yeah, Cell is just... never open world. It should never be open world. Stealth genre. Like, there's no more stealth games now, really. Like, it's no. crazy. Mal get like Snake said it best when he was in uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands when they turned around and mentioned the dude with the bandana. Yeah, I'm the last one left. Because <laughs> Snake, Snake technically is, but like, like I said, there's a difference between you wanting a game and it never being announced to bitch about a delay. Half Life Three was never announced. People can want it. People can salivate over it. People can fucking dream about it and masturbate to it all till the cows come home. I don't care. The game has never been fucking announced, so there is no release date. So you can't bitch about delays. Same go. Same same went with um the last uh, the last of us two um the evil uh, fuck sake I said evil within I'm going through all the names beyond good and evil too like there's yeah. uh, like it's been only like two three years you, there's no reason to be calm like once once we pass five years and they ain't re- they ain't announced anything I'll give them a fucking release date then I will join you on the side of we should be worried but at this point. You, you shouldn't be. It ain't. This ain't dice. They. Ain't, this ain't. No. You know what? This ain't even Call of Duty. In fact, I can't even say that, considering they've got three studios working on a game every every three years. Um. But yeah, I mean, as far as other games that got the delay, like that got a solid delay, and like if the hype died down for it. See, it, it's hard to. Yeah, it's hard to think of because an actual game. Just- because no, no, it's not that they either died, but usually, it's hard to come up with a game uh, with a ge- with games that had significant delays, like that of a Duke Nukem Forever or that of a Aliens Colonial Marines. Th- those stories are few and far between. You'll get ones that have had like a, a year delay, but like really, a year is sometimes not really that much. Do you know what I mean? But when it when it yeah. goes to skirting the years of uh, skirting the line of a three year delay or anything like that, you, it starts getting narrower and narrower. Um, I'd say the biggest example of delays that didn't hurt the game is ironically someone we've already mentioned. That's Half Life. Right, Half Life had a fucking like year and a half, two year delay. The first one did, if I remember correctly, and then Half Life Two, they end up. They ended up because remember the uh, beta of that got leaked, and then it took another couple of years for the game to come out. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough, man. Uh, well, listen here, we're gonna we're gonna close this out, man. We got a couple minutes before we had to bounce. Uh, let me just do uh, outros again, real quick. Let me go straight to Reggie, man. Where people can find you, my guy. 
Uh, what's going on, people? Hope my mic's good now. Um, as always, a blast to be here. Have a great time. Uh, you can find me at christianmingle.com. Uh, a username Jesus Loves Mario 47. Um, please send me a message. I am, you know, I'm there. We play games, talk about the Lord, you know, whatever you want to do, just, just hit me up. Jesus loves Mario. You going to hell? All right, let's let's go to Pharaoh, man. Where people can find you, my guy? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Pharaoh Bazaar. You can find me on uh, Xbox and PSN at Bazaar Five Thousand, and that's about it. Facts, facts. My guy Dante, what's your schedule looking like? Uh, what's up, everybody? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, the Vanilla Amongst Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you can find me on YouTube at that one British dude who says fuck a lot. Um, I am currently playing at the moment, um, finishing. I'm hopefully finishing off Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time for the fourth time today. Uh, Wednesday, I will be finishing out Gears of War three on Insane, and then I will most likely be moving on to playing Gears of War three uh, four on Insane because I'm going to have a special guest for that. Uh, Thursday, I am beginning Chrono Trigger, which I'd actually like to point this out. I like to do custom, uh, sorry, I like to do custom things for my, for my streams, and I have this one done. That's cool. And she, oh, awesome. she got, oh, she got it wrong. Okay, either way. Um, now, the, uh, on Friday, uh, it's usually my fuck it Friday times, but... I'm going to be doing a actual scheduled game, and that will be Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Nice, nice. Next week we'll oh, talk oh, about. Oh, game I'm also sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm also recording at the moment. Uh, um, Okami on the weekends, and I finished Arkham City this week. So what I actually need to find a new game to play this weekend. Uh, and uh, at, at the moment, at the front running is uh, the first Dongan Romper game. Nice. Okay, that's what's up, man. And the other vanilla, he's not vanilla, but he looks like a vanilla. My guy, Omar, what's going on, bro? Where people can find you? You can find me at uh, Arabic music and uh, Japanese music are the best. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I failed. Yeah, no, you can find <laughs> me at... Uh, you can find me at One Piece is the best. I'm going to leave it at that. That's what's up. And shout out to my guy, Omar. And last but not least, my dude, Nubs, man. Where people can find you? Yep. Um, so yeah, you can find me at uh, Jubei Sensei on Twitter and uh, Instagram. Lord Butter Nubs on Xbox. Randy Butter Nubs on PSN. And I will be uh, all up in Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Yes, yes. Next week, we'll have the full We'll have the full cast. Creative Kofi should be back. We'll be talking about a lot of games, what he's been playing, what, what, what these guys have been playing. We'll do a lot more uh, game reviews and game recommendations. So definitely check this out. Appreciate you guys. If you are new, please subscribe. Karate Chop that like button. And remember, keep it gaming. We out of here. Peace. Later. Thank you for watching and or listening to the Vitamin G Gaming Podcast. This is your host, FC Violent. If you like our content, make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and leave comments in the comment section below. If you want to find out more about Vitamin G Gaming Podcast, make sure you hit our website at pntsnetwork.com. It has all the information you need there. And remember, we are live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern, and we'll see you next week. And remember, keep it gaming. Peace.